Hey, what's going on, everyone? Welcome to another episode of the 300 Fathers Podcast. I am your host, Troy Woods, and we got a special one for you guys today. My wife, Kelly, my partner in crime, she's sitting in with us to co-host this podcast. I'm going to share with you a recent experience that we had, a fun experience, a family experience that we had. You know, guys, so many times we're spending time running our businesses, going to work, making sure our families are, are taken care of, our homes are operating as they should, and we don't take the time to implement some of the fun things that we really should to create these lasting experiences for not only yourself, your spouse, but for your children. So recently, we went to Disney World. It was a surprise trip. Of course, it wasn't a surprise for Kelly and I because we had to plan it, but it was a surprise for our children. They didn't find out about it until we were at the airport in the parking space about to go into the terminal. So what can you expect from this podcast? Well, we're going to share with you our overall experience at Disney World. Uh, we've done the cruise before. We'll talk about that at a later date. But we're going to share with you our overall experience as well as some tips and tricks that we discovered while down there to help you all get around better and to possibly even enjoy your experience more. So I want you guys to sit back and enjoy episode two of the 300 Fathers podcast. Hey, 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 what's going on, everybody? Super excited to uh, finally be doing this this podcast with my sidekick. Say hey, everybody. Kelly. Hello. <laughs> and guys, I don't even know where we're going to put this uh, podcast yet, exactly which platform, but um, we are fresh off of a surprise family trip to Disney World. Hey, guys. Yeah? Mommy has something to tell you. What? Guess where we're going. Where? To Disney World. Yay! Yay! I'm sick of my And, um... I'm surprised we were able to pull it off. If you've been following us on Facebook, we kind of talked about it. The children did not know where we were going until we parked in the parking lot at the airport. So they were super excited. I think Kelly was super excited. I was super excited. Uh, so as promised, we're going to share with you some things uh, from the trip. Um, this is our second Disney experience. Well, actually, technically, it's our third. Third? Yes. Was it third? We did the Disney Cruise. Right. Disneyland. Oh yeah, I Disney forgot. Disney World. Disneyland is included. Dis in the was Disney I trying experience. to forget? Was I trying to forget Disneyland? Yes, you were. Okay. okay. I think I was trying to forget it. That's another conversation. Yeah. Um, guys, so you know, I love the cruise. There's nothing like a Disney cruise. Um, we were on the what's the Fantasy? Fantasy. So we took the uh, the Fantasy. The children. Logan was two. Clark was four. Four. So we had a lot of fun, um, but now we've done both, and uh, let's talk about it. So we've done cruises, we've done parks. Um, so let's talk about, I think the first thing, let's move your phone because I hear it. Um, the first thing is resort lodging versus staying at a local hotel. What, what do you think? What would you say were maybe some of the benefits? Because we stayed at the resort. We stayed at the mm -hmm. Art of Animation, which is a Disney resort. Um, what do you think were some of the pros and cons versus staying at a hotel? Um, well, before, I, um, when I went to Florida, of course, as a kid and as a young teen, uh, we stayed at a villa. Um, I would say the villa is more for a longer stay, okay. but 
either or would be for longer stay. But um, the transportation, you usually would have to rent a car. Uh-huh. Um, if you're at a villa, and it's not a Disney direct transportation. So with the Disney Resort, you do get that transportation. And if you're in the resort, most times you don't really have to leave the resort um, if it's not with um, Disney transportation. Um, or you can Uber, but long story. Um, you can actually just use um, the Disney transport. So All right. it actually doesn't matter. It's just preference. Preference. Yeah, I, I think um, this time for this this trip, I wanted us to try to have the full experience. I didn't want to have, you know, to be bogged down with a, a rental car or anything like that. So, you know, we used Disney transportation to get around. And so the, the hotel was great. Uh, we, like I said, we stayed at the Art of Animation Resort. Uh, initially, I booked the, uh, I think it was a Little Mermaid room. Um, and why and Little Mermaid? I don't know. It was it was, it was part of the package. Poor right. son. But they, know, but they, I, they, but, but they made up for it. Yes, they did. So they, we got there and um, they put us in the cars, in the building number three, which was in the cars, the, you know, the movie cars. And it was upgraded. It was a suite. So we had what? Um, had a bedroom, three beds, three beds, kitchenette, and um, two bathrooms, two bathrooms, yeah, and a master, master bedroom. Right. So, I enjoyed it. So it was a great, it was a great upgrade. Um, now I, I want us to talk briefly. Now a- around this resort, like I said, really quickly, art animation was great. Um, I would definitely look into it if you were looking to go to Disney World. Look up the amenities. Uh, it had two pools uh, there. They had a, a big pool, uh, which I think for this we may cut in some pictures. Uh, but we had a big. We had two pools. We had a big pool, a smaller pool that were all in the in the middle of the building, and everything was decorated. In our section, it looked like you were just in the movie cars. Everywhere you walked around the street, the road looked like the street and one of the towns in the movie. So it was really great. But let's talk about these prices because I think one of the things that deters people from Disney or at least looking into it is the prices. They assume everything is just super expensive. So, like, I, I'm not going to lie. It's not, a, it's not a cheap thing. Yeah, but the prices was comparable and the food was better and it was almost less. Well, it actually was less than even Six Flags. <laughs> That's true. That, that is true. I, I was quite surprised. Like, you can get, you know, sandwich, a meal for, like, $13. And you know it's Six Flags. And I'm not going to just throw Six Flags out there. You get um, a rubbery burger <laughs> and some not flimsy fries. So, yeah, full price, you were getting stellar food. It right. was really good. Great desserts. So yeah, that's a whole nother story. Cause yeah. So I mean, one thing foodies. that one thing that we, we did. Um, we'll talk about the desserts in a second. But one thing that we did was we, especially having a, a kitchenette with a microwave. I think the second day we hit up Walmart. Like we we caught a a ten dollar Uber. Uber. Well, I guess it was twenty dollars both directions with both directions. But we went to Walmart and just kind of stocked the room up with some goodies, um, cereals, and different things like that. So mm-hmm. we would be prepared in the morning and just kind of have some snacks in there. So we didn't spend all of our money just going to the local, you know, eateries that they had uh, on the property. 
So that that was kind of cool. Um, one thing I will say that I found interesting about the prices on the drinks. So a soda was a regular what sixteen twenty ounce soda mm-hmm. was like three ninety nine. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. It was like four dollars and fifty cents. Oh, was it three ninety nine? No, it was three fifty. It, no. it was a ninety nine. Oh, okay. No, so what are we gonna say three ninety nine? Okay, no, so it was four dollars. Okay. <laughs> so it was four dollars for a bottle soda, but you could get a two liter of the same soda. That was four dollars and fifty cents. That was the same price. It was three ninety nine. That remember it I kept was saying not. It was four dollars and fifty cents. Okay, so the bottle was three ninety nine. And the two liter was four fifty. It was. It's like so fifty cents more. You got a huge difference. So, um, and actually, at the time I know these prices are going to go up, but they had a double slice of pizza that was like eleven dollars, but you could get a whole pizza for fifteen dollars. So our recommendation is to uh, look for the value pricing on the menu because you'll be surprised at some of the the deals that you can get um, if you're just a little savvy and just kind of take your time and look around. And I also wanted to say they do have a meal plan. So right. all of the Disney resorts have a meal plan. And if you want to get a meal plan, you can get a meal plan. Um, the minimum meal plan, I think, is $900. But if you know you're not going to eat that much, then right. $900 may yeah, seem and 900 we sitting down three times, maybe four times right. a day eating. That's, I'm not wasting that money. That's breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Right. Um, and I would say in total, um, before we jump around, we only ate what like $275 worth of food yeah maybe 300 maybe 300 and that's, that's what and that's what desserts in the parks exactly and that was after the Walmart trip as well so yeah so you can save yourself some bucks if so you- so definitely plan it out um because there are better ways to get around as far as like your food and your drinks um so let's let's get into some fun stuff really quick because we don't want to keep everybody the whole time and we can talk Disney like forever so we w- we visited three parks while we were there and we kind of as geeks that we are we bought back the the guide maps and we stayed at um disney's hollywood studios and we i mean we went to disney's hollywood studios we did that the first day we did magic kingdom magic kingdom the second day and animal kingdom on the third y'all i'm gonna tell you something about animal kingdom we're gonna talk about that in a second all right you're going to be pleasantly surprised. So what did you think about Hollywood Studios? Exactly. No, so, no, 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 no. Okay, so, no, it it was good. It, it was my first time at Hollywood Studios. It took me some um, time to realize, of course, that Hollywood Studios was different than Universal Studios. I had gone to Universal Studios um, before, and, you know, there was more of the movie sets and TV shows and... You know, Hollywood set. So right. that was fine. I thought Hollywood Studios would kind of be the same, and it was. However, they didn't do too many um, do too many filmings there. So it was more so um, animated uh, movies, films, puppets, and um, Toy Story Land, right. which is one of the main um, attractions there at the park. I mean, I, I would say... Is it worth it? I think it depends. I think Hollywood Studios is great for really young kids, like children under five. Where? Well, no, here. And this, here's here's why I say that, because just looking at, and I'm going to talk about this next, but just it's about the story and the magic of the movies at Hollywood Studios. And so if you're in an in-between age, it's kind of like, you know, especially kids that are really on YouTube now and they see a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff. 
I think the 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 fascination and everything with Hollywood Studios, just my personal opinion, is for kids under five and then adults who can appreciate the movies and how things are done. That in between age, I think you know, it could be a little challenging, but that's just you know, um, my opinion because we got when we got there, and also I'm gonna say this: the first day we wanted to do Magic Kingdom, but it rained. And so we knew that was one of the most popular parts. So we said, hey, let's go to Hollywood Studios. We didn't get out early. We got there about 12. So that kind of added to it. It was kind of an overcast day, but it was cool. Um, and so the next day, after seeing some of those lines for the rides, I think I became like a different beast as yeah. far as getting to the park on time. And And here's why I say this. You have to... If you've never been to one of these parks, you have to, you can't just walk into the park without a plan. If I could give anyone any tips or advice, it's to plan out, and I'm getting ahead of myself, but it's to plan out your day. Mm -hmm. Don't just show up and think, okay, what are we going to do? The hotels, the resorts, they have guide maps. At a minimum, get the guide map the night before. You know, have a designated person where you all sit down and kind of map out what you guys want to do. So when you arrive at the park, you have a plan, and that's where I think it really came into play for day two for us at Magic Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, we had a plan for Hollywood Studios as well, but I I guess um, with weather conditions and right. things like that, it would made it a little challenging. But, yeah, it really helped for Magic Kingdom, I mean, cause, which is, of course, the, one of the busiest parks. Right. And so we knew going into Magic Kingdom— it was it was super crowded. We knew going into Magic Kingdom that we wanted to get on uh, Splash Mountain and uh, Thunder Mountain, and those, if you don't know, um, those are actually right near each other in Frontierland, which is if you're going in the gate of the park, Frontierland is toward the left side. So one of the things that we did, um, I called front desk the morning before we went to Magic Kingdom, and I asked them. I said, "Okay, the park opens at nine. What time was the first shuttle out? The first shuttle was out at 8.15. I told the family the night before, we need to be on the first shuttle. We need to be there at 8. Magic Kingdom has the double bus because that many people are actually going to it. Uh, we got to Magic Kingdom about, what, 8.45-ish? Something uh, about 8.30. Mm, yeah, about that. Right. I would say, yeah. And so they let you in the park, which is good. So you don't have to wait out the gate. But they let you in the park, and we staged at the rope leading back towards Frontierland. Mm -hmm. All right. Um, personally, I went up and asked one of the guides. I went up and asked them a question at the front because it was already about 100, 200 people there waiting. I asked them a question about, is this the way to get to uh, Thunder Mountain? She said yes, and I just never left. I stayed at the rope, and I think I told the family just to come up with me. Um, at 9 o'clock, they started the fireworks um, by the castle, and then – we walked back there. Now the more guys came and they would not let you walk past them. They wanted to keep a pace. So the families won't run. And, and, and start and, a stampede. And, yeah. And uh, as we headed back there, we got to, we saw another trail that was feeding into ours and it was another huge group of people coming. So now everybody's walking like a little bit faster and people are saying, calm down, nobody passes. And so we got to, we did Thunder Mountain first, right? We got to Thunder Mountain first, and actually, we were the first people. We got on the first train or the first ride out um, when the park opened that morning, which I was shocked. By the time we got off of the ride and looked at the line, the wait was already at probably about an hour. 
And so then we just proceeded right over to Splash Mountain, which was right next to it, and got on that as well in about 20 minutes. Um, and I think we were able to do two of the biggest rides in Magic Kingdom in like 45 minutes or something like that. So that would be, that goes along with the tip of just, you know, planning your visits um, each and every day, know exactly where you want to go. Guys, I know it might seem weird. I don't know what type of, how your family setup is when you go to these things, but you have to be willing to go with a group of people that can move on a dime and make adjustments as you're walking. It's that serious because you see thousands of people. Everyone has the same idea. They want to get to this ride first so they can enjoy the rest of the park. Because we were able to do that, it made the rest of the day at Magic Kingdom less stressful because we had already been um, on the bigger rides. So before we go to the next one, I do want to say this. I've had people ask me, especially on social media, like, you know, what were my thoughts on it? And some people say they didn't like, you know, it wasn't, they didn't see what the big deal was with like Magic Kingdom. You have to temper your expectations when you go to a Disney park. And, and the fact that we have season passes at Six Flags as well, you never hear them say Disney, Disney has thrill rides, right? You hear that at Six Flags. As you go there, you ride these crazy roller coasters, et cetera. Disney is all about the experience. It's all about creating the story. They do have rides, but they're more so about experiences and stories, stuff that's going to stay with you like forever. So I would that's the next piece of advice I would give is just to make sure that you're managing your expectations and know what you're going for. You're not going to Disney to ride the fastest roller coasters in the country. It's not set up that way. Um, so let's talk about this last one really quick. So we did we did uh, Hollywood Studios. We did Magic Kingdom. And then Animal Kingdom. What did you think about Animal Kingdom? It was my favorite park. And I was hesitant to actually even go to Animal Kingdom because, um, you know, from um, some family members that went before, they were kind of like, um, well, let me take that back. It was when the park kind of first opened, so I don't think they had all of the main attractions that they have now. Right. So it was kind of a little lackluster, um, you know, response to if they liked it or not. And, you know, it, it was really hot that day that they went, so most of the animals weren't out. But we had an amazing day. That was one of the amazing. best weather um, days we had. Um, it was low humidity. You know, it was it was still warm because, of course, it's Florida, but it was just really a beautiful day, no overcast. And so it was our favorite. Yeah, let's, I mean, let's, I'd agree. Yeah. Totally. I'd agree. But the main attraction oh, was... Oh, man. That main ride. I, I wasn't even expecting that, to be honest with you. I think you were. What, Avatar? You were kind of new. You had, knew some, you had some information. Had you heard anything about it before you went? Oh, yeah, because I mapped it out, and that was the first ride we were going to get on. I did my research. That was the most, it was the most popular ride, and it was one of the rides that was the hardest to get on. that movie, if you've seen the movie, if you have not seen Avatar, I highly suggest you, it's a long movie, it's a beautiful movie, but I suggest you watch the movie before you go get on a ride. You'll appreciate it so much more. I mean, their level of detail is insane this is the ride when animal kingdom opens the entire park everyone is there at the park when they open the gates heads to this ride i was a little discouraged because they had actually opened the park before nine o'clock to let people in line but i didn't know that so it was already a lot of people in line but the good thing is they let so many people ride the attraction at one time it seemed like when we got in line we never stopped walking toward the rides it was almost like 
they said it was like a 70 minute wait, but it felt like we got on a ride in like 35, 40 minutes. And once you get into the mountain or wherever they, the forest, how they have it set up, it just puts you in the mind. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Disney's about stories. It just puts you in the mindset of the movie and they start walking you through like you're almost in a spaceship. This is before you get to the ride. And then you see one of the avatars in the tube sitting there floating and he's moving around. I mean, it's the full size 10 foot blue avatar in a, in a, um, a tube. And then they walk you through, run all the diagnostic tests on you. I mean, you can see yourself, your body image on the screen and all that. And then you get on the ride on You jump on the Banshee. And what would you think about that? Well, first of all, you put me at the end, and you could have put me in the middle, but you put I, me at the I didn't, end. I didn't know what to expect. No. You the one that did all no. the mapping out. No. You should have known. No. I need to be in the middle. I need to go in the middle. But we had the kids in the middle. You, no. Forget the kids, huh? Just, <laughs> you just forget the kids. No. Terrible. <laughs> so You should have been on the end. Uh, no, no, the ride was amazing. The ride was amazing. Um, it's it Remind me of... Um, Jet skis. That's that's True. what it yeah, actually that's a, looks that's a like. Good, that's a good analogy. And yeah. So you have, um, you know, it hosts you in the front and in the back, and it looks like it's about to be serious when you get into that contraption of a seat. Um, but it was amazing. It was not like anything I yeah. experienced. I mean, um, so you have a screen in front of you to kind of, yeah. and you put these three D goggles on. You had this screen that looks like it's only like three feet in front of you. And when it comes on, you look to your left and right and you see about 30 people riding this ride with you at the same time. And basically you're you're basically simulated being on the back of one of those flying banshee birds, whatever they called it. And it's almost like you're in a saddle, like you said, on a jet ski and on the insides of your knees, you can almost they have a setup where you could feel if you were like riding a horse you could feel what would be like the lungs of the creature breathing in and out. Mm -hmm. So it actually feels like you're riding an animal. Then when an the animal's flying and it lands, it doesn't just stop. You can feel it's two feet, one hooking up, then the other one hooking up. So it really, I mean, it's an amazing experience. Um, we are not doing it justice. It's, it's one of those things where I think you just, you just have, have to, to you got you got to ride. But get to Animal Kingdom. Get there early, like we were saying for Magic Kingdom, and just get to the ride as soon as possible. If you go in the middle of the day, I've heard that ride wait time gets up to like three, three hours. hours. Um, but get there is definitely worth it. And what about real quick, like the rest of the kingdom? Like, you know, we went to, um, well, Pandora, is it? No, 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 no. It's down here. Well, we, we did. We, we started here, right? Yeah, we did. And then we moved through Africa, then um, Asia. Right. I think the whole experience um, was good. Um, one thing about Disney that we love is that they pay a great attention to detail. Right. And when you go through the Africa part of um, Animal Kingdom, it's like you were in Africa. They had, like, the street vendors, the street right. carts with right. the food. Um, and, of course, we had Lion King in Africa. And that was just amazing for us because and a safari. Yeah, um, you know our kids got to be in the Lion um, King show, so that was really fun. Um, we did the safari; all the animals were out, um, and it was just a magical day. Um, I, I can't, I can't even, um, you know, reiterate that that it was. I mean, it was a great day. We went 
you know, through the coasters. My baby girl was able to ride coasters this time. Yeah, that was fun. And she didn't, you know, didn't have to feel left out. And it was it was just a really great day. So Yeah, guys. So, you know, definitely um don't sleep on Animal Kingdom. There's so much to do that. The safari was amazing. It was a long we had to wait a long time for the safari though. Yeah, that was that did. was that that was a long wait. But um it was worth it. You it know, was. I'm not gonna complain. Um, you know, like I said, Disney's one of those things where you probably, if you're going to go with other people, you probably can't experience it with 100% of your friends because it is an investment. And because of what you're going to remember, sorry about that, I thought my phone was on mute, because of what you're going to remember and uh, and the time that you're going to spend with your family, um, we look at it as an investment because it's stuff you're going to remember like, like for um, a lifetime. So um, I would say do both cruise do the parks um if, if you can hear that scratching that's Marley oh, trying Marley. to get into our studio uh but do do both um and 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 take your time oh go to amazon before you go and purchase rain ponchos it probably will rain once a day while you're there um, when we got on Animal King, when we went to Animal Kingdom, we actually got on a ride, and they let it go as long as it wasn't lightning. It was pouring down rain, and we had the best experience. We put the ponchos on, um, and we just—I think it was the Yeti ride. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was abs- a roller coaster. It was a roller coaster. It was so much fun. It was. Um, but get ponchos for your family. I think we got eight ponchos, four for adults, four for kids, and I think I paid like eleven or twelve dollars. On Amazon, they're they're really flimsy, but you know to get the job done, and you can tuck them and put them in your bag with no problem. So, I think you know for the most part, we wanted to do like a quick review. Uh, we don't want to keep everybody a long time, guys. We we are Disney fanatics. Um, over the years, since our cruise a few years back, um, people have been asking us questions, and we just even on our our family blog, which is uh, Woods Party of Four, and the four is just the number four woodspartyof4.com we're going to start sharing some of our travel experiences especially um <laughs> with uh disney and uh you know if as always if you guys have any questions she's Minnie mouse right now oh that's quite fitting yeah, i like that mm-hmm. it goes with your top <laughs> um so uh let us know Hit us up um, on social media and uh like i said we're going to probably put this we're going to do a podcast we're also going to put it on youtube um and facebook or whatever but let us know if you have any questions any departing words that you would say to the folks about disney no we're um planning our next one we don't know if it's going to be land or sea but we will be planning our next one i think the one thing about disney is that the experience is so great that even with our cruise we didn't want to do any other cruise line not saying that any other cruise line wouldn't be great but um it sets the bar really and we'll do exactly. well, you know what we'll come back and, and do, talk about the cruise we'll do that's what we'll do we'll come back and do another pod on cruising with disney it's a totally different experience mm-hmm. than land it's an amazing experience don't get me wrong but the land experience and the sea experience are two totally different things i mean same disney but just a totally different experience in and of itself so We're going to go ahead and sign off. Um, If you guys have any questions, definitely let us know, and we'll catch you on the next one. Take care. we got to go get Marley. All right. Bye. All right. There you have it. Thank you guys for tuning in. Listen, if you have any questions, you can always email us at podcast 
at 300fathers.com. Again, that's podcast at 300fathers.com. Make sure to follow us on social media everywhere at 300fathers. That's the number 300, the word fathers. And also our website is 300fathers.com. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll check you guys on the next one. Take care.